Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Strasse, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Strasse, and welcome to the program today. We have a special episode. We're going to be talking about understanding the Holy Spirit. I'm excited about this because I believe this is going to encourage you to maybe focus a little bit more on the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life as a born-again Christian. This is really important. Some people just are not aware of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. They don't understand who the Holy Spirit is and what is he doing in my life and what is his purpose. Well, he is the third person of the Godhead, as most of you probably already know. We have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit in John 14. We're going to be there a lot today. And this is going to be a very simple message. And the Holy Spirit is referred to as the helper, counselor, an advocate. The Greek word that's used in some of those verses, parakletos, and that really just means one called alongside to help, or comforter, an advocate, an intercessor. So all of these things add up. He's our friend. He is our counselor, teacher, an advocate, a helper, all of these things. And we're not to be afraid of the Holy Spirit. There's no reason to be. Some Christians just are. And there's many reasons for that. And I'm not going to get into those reasons today. I'm just here to encourage you. Don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit any more than you would be of Jesus or of God the Father. They are one. And that's a great mystery that no one could probably even understand in full, how there's three and one, and they're of the same mind, and they operate in unison. It's just, it's more than anybody could comprehend. But it is important to know that the Holy Spirit plays a big role in our lives. So I want to really go straight into the 14th chapter of John, and I want to share this in the same way that Jesus shared with his disciples. Basically how he introduced the Holy Spirit to them. So let's look at John 14 and start at verse 15. We're going to look at a few things here. In these verses, we're seeing the promise of the Holy Spirit being given. So Jesus starts out by saying, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I want to say about that statement, some people read that if you keep my commandments, it'll prove that you love me. What Jesus is saying there is, if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. It's going to be a fruit of that love. So I, I do want you to see that. So I'll read it again. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you, and I want you to see this, and will be in you. Now Jesus here was introducing the Holy Spirit to his disciples. And in this chapter of John 14, Jesus is telling his disciples not to be troubled, actually, in their hearts. 
And he's saying that he's going to leave. He's letting them know he's not going to be there much longer. He's going to the cross. And he was letting them know here that he was leaving and that he would ask his father and his father would give another helper. Jesus had to leave and be crucified and rise from the dead and be seated with the father as our savior. And he was saying that the father would send another helper to be with us. And he was saying, it's the spirit of truth. It's the Holy Spirit. He is the Holy Spirit. And you know him. This is what he was saying. You know him already. And that was something they didn't even understand at that moment. But he's saying because he dwells with you and that he will be in you. Jesus was really pointing down the road a little bit to the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit would be given and the Holy Spirit would indwell us. So this is really an important introduction that Jesus made here. And it's worth really spending some time with this verse and just talking to the Lord about it. You know, Jesus came and he was with the disciples for three years. And he came as a man. So he couldn't be in every place at one time. He could only be in one place at one time. And Jesus even said it in another verse that it was expedient for them. It was better for them that he would leave and that the Holy Spirit would come. Because the Holy Spirit is spirit only and can be in many places at one time and can indwell many people at one time. That is a mystery that is hard to comprehend. But it's the truth. So that's what Jesus said here to introduce the fact that he was leaving and that the Holy Spirit would be given to be with them. And he said here forever. This is a beautiful verse. Let's read that again, and then we're going to go on to another one in John 14. But let's read John 14 and verse 15 and a couple of verses in. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and he will be in you. So there's your introduction right there that Jesus made to his disciples. And if we go to verse 23 in John 14, Jesus goes on to say something that even broadens this picture. He's saying, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And look at this. And we will come to him and make our home with him. So now Jesus is saying that God the Father and God the Son will make their home in us. So he's just declared that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will reside in us. This is the New Testament. We have a covenant in which we know God personally. He's in us. So let's go on to verse 25. Jesus continued talking with them, and he, he was saying, These things I've spoken to you while I am still with you. Do you see that? He was saying, while I'm still here for the little time that's left that I'm still here, I'm telling you these things. But the Helper, verse 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. That is the ministry of the Holy Spirit in one verse right there. That tells you what the Holy Spirit will be doing in our lives. He will teach you all things. He will bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. 
And Jesus closes this statement by saying, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Now this may sound simple, but this is quite deep, actually. In broader terms, Jesus is saying, I'm going to the cross. I'm not going to remain here with you. And I'm going to die on the cross, and I'm going to raise up on the third day, and I'm going to ascend to my Father. And my Father is going to send you another helper who will be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. And the world can't receive him because they don't know him. They don't see him but you know him. He told the disciples, you know him. And he said that because they were watching the Holy Spirit in action through Jesus. He was there present with them. And not only was he present with them, Jesus said, he will be in you. In verse 23, Jesus was just making sure that they also understood that his Father, Father God, and Jesus would also be in us. That's why he included that in verse 23. I'm going to be in you too, and the Father's going to be in you too. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In your spirit, you are wall-to-wall Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when it comes to verse 25, what he's saying here is that I'm telling you these things to encourage you now while I'm still here because things are going to change for these disciples. We didn't live through this. We didn't live on earth when Jesus was here. They did. And they thought that Jesus was there to set up a kingdom right then and there. They misunderstood what was going to happen. They couldn't see it. And Jesus kept telling them that he was going to die and that he was going to raise on the third day. And that when that happened, that the Holy Spirit would be given to them so they could be empowered to live this life. That is the ministry of the Holy Spirit, to empower us, to teach us, And I encourage you to read these things and just open your heart to the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life and make a sincere prayer to God that the Holy Spirit would indwell your life fully and minister as he wants to fully. And you open your heart to the idea that the Holy Spirit is your teacher here. It doesn't mean you don't go to church and have pastors teach you. That's not what this is saying. It's saying that the Holy Spirit will give you the understanding of God's word. He'll bring things to your remembrance. He will guide you. He will move you in your heart. And the more sensitive we become to the Holy Spirit in our lives, the better. So I'm saying all of this just to say the Holy Spirit is playing a major role in your life. And simply open your eyes to that. Open your heart to that. And again, pray. Holy Spirit, this is your job. I see this in the scriptures. I see that you are here to teach me all things, to bring all things to my remembrance. And I open my heart to you to do so. I open my heart to the Holy Spirit to do these things in my life. This is what the Lord is saying here today. This is a very simple message, and it's a call to focus on God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They work as three in one. So we need to allow them to do that in our lives. And the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives is actually many things. It's predominantly to empower our lives, to guide our lives, to teach us and give us that understanding of the word as we hear it, to remind us, and even much more. But this is such a beautiful picture that Jesus is giving to them, letting them know that now the Holy Spirit's coming into this picture, and he's going to dwell in you. 
You know, on the day of Pentecost, in, in the second chapter of Acts, you saw a dramatic difference in the disciples. I mean, look at the difference in Peter. John the Baptist said, Jesus would baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. That fire was a passion. And Jesus told them to go wait in Jerusalem, and they waited in an upper room, and they were of one accord, and they prayed together, and the Holy Spirit came down upon them. And many wonderful and great things happened, but the result of all that was that these disciples were empowered to be witnesses of Jesus, to be examples of Jesus, and to change the world. So for those of you who are listening and wondering about these things, my encouragement to you is look in John 14. It's beautiful. And just open your heart happily to God and say, Lord, show me what these things are. I want to know. I want to know what the ministry of the Holy Spirit is in my life so I can live a richer life. The Holy Spirit is friendly. He's kind. He's not judgmental. I think some people think the Holy Spirit's going to investigate them and, and make them feel guilty and things like this all the time. That is not the case. The Holy Spirit is going to glorify Jesus in you. And brothers and sisters, when we have a problem in our lives, the Lord's going to show us that too. It's not to condemn or shut us down. It's to give us life. The Holy Spirit is your companion. That's what it says here. That's the picture that's being painted here. He's a helper, one sent alongside of you to help, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor. It's beautiful. The ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life is beautiful. And I think that's where I'm going to leave this. This message was an encouragement about the Holy Spirit in your life. And to encourage you just to take a second look at this. Look at John 14 and just see what Jesus is saying. And it's very simple. And just ask the Holy Spirit then to just open your heart to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to minister to you as they do. And the Holy Spirit will guide you and help you and lead you into all truth. So I'm going to leave it right there. I think that's the encouragement. That's where my heart feels to start and stop. It's a simple message as I thought it would be. So it's beautiful. So just praise God. And when you go in the presence of God, say, thank you, Father, for, for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, minister to me. As it says in John 14, then minister to me. Teach me. Show me. It's really beautiful. So there you go. That'll be it for today. I don't know if we're going to continue this in another episode or not, but this is intended to encourage and lift you up. So thank you for listening. God bless you. And we'll see you on the next episode.